Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Big Red and More podcast. I'm your host, T-Bird, and with me, of course, is my partner, Jaden. You can find us on social media. Uh, Facebook is at Big Red and More. Our Twitter handle, Jaden, is at Big Red and More 1. I am at Big Red and More 2. You can also listen, like, share, subscribe to our podcast on uh, Apple Pods, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and several others. So we'll just go ahead and get right into it. Um, last week, Huskers played Wisconsin. Um, played a little bit better than most of us thought. Still lost 37-21. to 21. Uh, Wasn't quite the dominating. Uh, we didn't get dominated by Wisconsin the way that we all thought we would for the entire game. Um, Jaden, what were your thoughts? Well, I yeah, you're right. I I went into that game expecting to get totally dominated, and uh, they they showed up. The, you know, the offense played good. Uh, the defense at times played good. It you know the, they have some real tackling issues. Um, you know, the run fits were were there, but yet they couldn't make the tackles. I I felt like you, you ever seen. Uh, the movie, what is it, Little Giants? Yeah, with Rick Moranis. Yes, and you know that that little kid who gets dragged across the field. Uh, the kid with the ta- glasses and the snot yes, bubbles. Yes, when he's when he's trying to tackle some. That's what it felt like at times because Jonathan Taylor would get hit right away, but yet he would drag our defenders <clears throat> for an extra six, seven yards, and that's what it felt like. I'm like, if, if we could just learn to wrap up tackle who knows what that game would have been it, it could have yeah. been a lot better um yeah what a great analogy yeah um so yeah i was i definitely agree um watching that game uh i definitely seen what you saw about us just getting <clears throat> uh carried by him he all he looked like jerome bettis playing um but I, I think the thing that made me more disappointed was how the offense couldn't finish drives in the red zone. Like, we'd get all the way to, you know, inside the 40, even th- 35, and they couldn't, they couldn't finish anything. And to me, that was the most disappointing part of the game. It's kind of a, I would say, more of a real – What's the word I'm looking for? Kind of how the whole season's gone, you know. Um, we can we can get past the 50, but then we just can't finish anything. Just like we couldn't finish games. Um, just kind of a kind of a whole mentality for the team for the season. Yeah, I had that written down here. We we four times we went into Wisconsin territory um, and got zero points out of it. We got to the Wisconsin 34. The Wisconsin 24 missed a, field, missed a field goal from there. Got to the 15 and got to the 1 and got 0 points. So if you if you convert those, even if it's field goals, even if all four of those are field goals, you're looking at a much closer game. If not, you know, you convert even one or two of those into touchdowns, you could have possibly won the game. 
Right. Um, the, yeah. You have a lot more momentum. You have a lot more uh, swag about you trying to fight harder in the fourth quarter. Right. Yeah, I was, uh, was real disappointed in that. Um, you know, as you know, Dedrick Mills played great. And, you know, honestly, that's something that should have made me happy. But really, all it did was piss me off because. Yeah. It's like we've been we've been calling for for to see more Mills throughout the season, and the two games where they really let him just run and be himself was Illinois and this one. Correct? Illinois was the other game he had a really big game. Yeah, I, th- I think it was Illinois. Yeah, either Illinois or Northern Illinois. Um, but it just goes to show, like you know, it's terrible. As weak as we, not terrible, as weak as we are at wide receiver depth and everything, why wouldn't why wouldn't we keep Wandell out there in the slot and let Dedrick do his thing? Like I don't, in a game that should have made me happy for for Dedrick Dedrick, all it did was piss me off because and not at him but at the coaches. I I agree. Uh, this is. Something we I was uh, discussing with my brother this weekend, or actually he brought up, is the game plan this week without Wondell Robinson was totally different. Do you feel maybe that we're trying too hard to get Wondell the ball? Absolutely, and, they're just showing favoritism. They have they yeah. have like two or three guys that they show favoritism to, and so then you lose the whole team dynamic, which. Is what football is all about. This isn't basketball. This isn't the NBA where one, two guys can take over an entire team, an entire game, for that matter. This is football. You need everybody. You need to be. You need to be dividing. You know, carries you need more, a lot more diversity in your offense. You need to be spreading it around between your guys. Like, I'm sorry, but that's 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 not how you play football by just showing favoritism and just trying to feed one guy the entire time. I mean, look at, look at the NFL and look at all the teams that have a star wide receiver. Those are the teams that never do well. You know what I mean? It's always the teams that have quote unquote non-star or non wide receiver one wide receivers that always do, that always do better. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at the Patriots. The year they had Randy Moss, they broke all those records, went undefeated in the regular season, and then lost. Lost in the Super Bowl. Like, and then look at how much better that they do when they when they have, you know, like Wes Welkers and Julian Edelmans and things like that. When you don't have that star, when you're not trying to feed that star, look at look at how the Cowboys got better without having to feed Des Bryant all the time. You know, look at I mean, I think the Giants play better, not having to feed Odell all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're falling too much into into we need to feed our star guy all the time instead of spreading the ball out. Exactly. That's why I I think I touched on this last week with uh, um, quit trying to give Wondell the ball, you know, as a running back and put him as, in the slot. And keep feeding the ball to Dedrick, and it proved. Yeah. I mean, last week proved that. I mean, right. Dedrick had a hell of a game. The offensive line, 
I'm going to give props to them right now because, my Lord, they were pushing them. I mean, they were pushing yeah. them good. You know, yeah. uh, we what, – uh, what was it? Uh, Mills averaged 11 yards a carry against a Wisconsin defense. That is Wow, I didn't realize uh, it was that high. Yeah, it was 11 yards a carry – Against a Wisconsin defense that was giving up eighty, I don't even. I think it was like eighty-six yards a game rushing. We had that in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's 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 stick with Mills. I feel, and put Wandell out in the slot. We, we obviously need more receivers. So well, you, and you need to give Wandell the ball in space too, instead of trying to have him run between tackles. Um, yeah. So one thing I see in that he's listed as a wide receiver this week, uh, going into Maryland. Has he been listed as wide receiver the entire time, or was he listed as a running back in the previous games? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty. I'm 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 guessing it was uh, he was listed as a wide receiver. Okay. See, I thought maybe they this was his first time being listed as a wide receiver in the past few games, meaning that they were gonna keep keep Diedrich in the backfield or give Diedrich more of the runs and you know, try and actually hit Wandell in space and in the slot and things like that. So hopefully hopefully they wise up and start doing that. I mean, obviously they know more about football than we do, but from from sitting back watching, I think that's what I would do if I was them. Yeah. So, um, let's see. What other quick takes did you have from the game? <laughs> uh, the one. Th- okay, so like I said, the defense actually did pretty good. Um, as far as you know, they were there in the uh the run fits, but yeah, they had troubles tackling. And another thing that really got to me while watching the game was those fly sweeps, right? Yeah. You saw it coming, but yet they did nothing to adjust to stop that. It it was like an easy, what, at least eight to, you know, what, 15, 20 yards, somewhere in there. Yeah. With, with Crookshank running it, yeah, and yep. that, that just really started to get to me. I'm like, if I I, I could see it, and I'm like, this is going to be a fly sweep, and sure enough, it was. But yet they were not prepared for it, and every time they got burned on it. I mean, maybe not huge gains because really the defense did pretty good as far as giving up the big play because uh, Jonathan Taylor. His longest run was only 19 yards, which is actually yeah. pretty good. I mean, right. they they, con- they controlled that pretty well. Uh but it was it was uh but you could okay, so he had a total of 204 yards on 25 carries, which is still a pretty good average of 8.1 a carry. And I think it could have been a lot less than that with the, the tackling. The tackling was just so bad. I don't, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's like what what we need to learn to wrap up. We only had one tackle for a loss the entire game. And that was, uh, I think it was like a swing pass, and DeAndre Thomas 
actually wrapped up and took him down. Yeah. That's good yeah, news I thought, because he's young. I thought Thomas had played fairly well, but, yeah, yes, I get Tom- what you're saying. Yeah, Thomas played well. You know, they had quite a few young players come in. Uh, I know Ty Robinson played. Yeah. Not that much. Jakeem Green played. I think he only, he only played like five snaps. Uh, I, what would have happened if we would have had Davis and Darren Daniels? Do you think it would have been any different? Um, not, not a significant amount. No, I don't. Um, you know we've we've seen them play. I mean, there's not they're not world beaters. You know, they're not gonna they're not game changers in my opinion. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, then the special teams, of course, just, you know, crap the bed once again. Um, can't kick a ball really hurt. Can't kick a ball out the end zone, you know? And so then they house it on us. Um, to me, I thought that was, that was a huge momentum swing. Um, what else? Missed a field goal. I thought the momentum swing came with that, okay, with the interception, right? So. Oh, yeah, that too, yeah. We were up, what, 14 to 10. They drove down the field, scored. It was 17 14, and this was right before half. Uh, and then he threw that interception, and that's kind of when. I'm sure all of Husker Nation was probably like, okay, here we go, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt. I'm like, oh, boy. But if you watch that play, kind of why Noah was going to come wide open. If he would have just waited a split second later, yeah, it, it probably would have been completed. But I think that's where the game really turned around, and that's where it all – went downhill from there yeah yeah i agree um yeah i don't know man it's just it's just so many little things going on um that that turn into big things and it but it's just you know it's like frost said it's like tired of the silver linings you know like Mm -hmm. like i i didn't want to come in here and start talking about oh we did this little thing good and this one good like we still lost the damn game you know, like we're still losing games. So, right. and I'm sorry, but even if we beat Maryland, I'm not, not going to be back on Kool-Aid again. Like, right. I don't, honestly, I don't even know what to think about this game with Maryland because everyone's trying to tell me that, oh, it's, it's just Maryland. They're terrible. We're housing. Well, I don't know. I'm not convinced yet. Well, well, we'll get into that. Um, yeah. <laughs> But the way, okay, the way the offense moved the ball this past weekend, they almost had 500 yards on a top five defense, or top, I think they were seventh in the nation. Yeah. But only came away with 21 points. Right. It should have easily, with what we were doing, should have easily scored 40 points. Oh, yeah. So... I mean, there's missed opportunities everywhere. It's it's not. I mean, Frost was coming out and saying something about the defense needing to hold, 
you know, uh, them to certain amount of points. But Welsh, come on, we got to score points on the offense. Yeah. Uh, so there's no. We need okay complimentary football. We need. We have not had a game that I can recall since Frost got here where the offense was clicking and the defense is clicking. Can you think of one? No, I was going to say I can't think of a game where all three phases are clicking, offense, defense, special teams. But now that you say that, I can't even think of one where just the offense and defense are clicking. Exactly. No, no, it's either one or the other. Yeah, I, it's yeah, it's it's not good, and if if, no. we can, if we can figure that out, like I said, I don't think the the defense this past weekend actually played uh, okay, but like I said, they were there, they were there where they were supposed to be. It was a matter of tackling. Tackling is what cost us big time right. this past week. Um, you get that fixed. I don't know if I was <laughs> I was thinking about this. It's like, do we take you know the scout team and just have tackling drills? I mean, I'm sorry for the scout team, but you're gonna have to take one for the team here and just yeah. just let them freaking hit you. I'm I i do not know what's going on. I, they're trying to do that whole you know uh, where they hit you with their your, their shoulder. And thinking you're going to go down. Well, that's not going to happen with Jonathan Taylor. He's just going to run right through that. Mm-mm. Yeah, who was it? Who was our coordinator back with Riley when we used to do that crap too? Um, Defense? Yeah. Because uh, we, we used to do this crap. I can think of t- probably two other coordinators we used to do this crap with where we didn't wrap up Mark, where we just thought hitting you hard, hard was going to yeah. do it. Mark Banker. Probably, probably was Banker and was Papuchas the other one? No, Papuchi, I think we wrapped Papuchis up. Papuchas was uh, Pelini. Yeah, I know. Di- I think we we ra- had Diaco. I think it was Diaco and Banker where we thought we could just hit you rather than wrap up and tackle you. And that's well, just that's just not going to be good enough. No, you you got to wrap up like the the one tackle we had for a loss was a perfect tackle by DeAndre Thomas. Right. And that's what gives me hope is these younger kids who are on the team are going to, you know, they're they're going to help out not, you know, next year. I mean, maybe we'll get rid of the guy, I don't know. It's just frustrating I think- to watch. I think if I'm a defensive coordinator, the first thing I'm looking for anymore with kids is when I'm out recruiting is who's got technique over raw talent. Who's got technique? I think that's what I'm, I would start looking for. Yeah. Then yeah. you're probably not going to get the sexiest, you know, recruit out there. You're probably not going to get the highest rated recruit, but give me the, give me the kid with technique. Give me the kid that wraps up every, every single time. That's who I'm going to start with and try to develop. <clears throat> so speaking of recruiting, um, what do you, how do you feel about recruiting? Even though we've – I thought we'd pull away with more recruits than what we did. Um, 
Well, but we, we gotta, still we still got some coming in. We're still getting some high energy from guys on Twitter. So yeah. Um. Well, we got a 2021 commit. So Henry Latovis. Yes, and that's another offensive lineman. So for 2021, we have two offensive linemen and a defensive lineman. Uh, that's what we need, obviously. So that's a good start to 2021. Uh, yeah, our. Uh, well, we got that Teddy kid too. Um, well, yeah, Teddy Prozaska. Yeah, our our little pipe offensive line pipeline there is looking pretty good. It's just going to take three years before they're all ready to rock, but um, where all of them are in and ready to play. But I mean, that's that's nice as long as none of them leave. Um, Still getting some chatter from some other guys, though, on Twitter. That uh, Griffiths kid that was originally committed to Florida State, he decommitted. Um, he's from IMG Academy. He put us in his top three. So it's us, Louisville, and Florida State, his top three. Um, and he, so he, uh, he, he hasn't even uh, visited yet. He's visiting for the Iowa game. Correct. Yep. Who was the one... Who was the one on Twitter that said, Lincoln, can you keep a secret? Uh, oh, Darian, man, I... Darian Green Warren. He's a defensive yeah. back out of California. Uh, yep. He's been, he's been, um, you know, we've, we've been after him very hard for a long time. Right. Uh, I would really like to get that guy. But at the same time, you know, I'm not so concerned with the defensive backs as I am the defensive line and offensive line. Yeah, so, at linebackers. We, yeah, even well, linebackers especially. Yeah. Um. So if we miss out, I I think we have a good shot with him. I really do. But we yeah. had that uh, JUCO Jamari Hodge from mm-hmm. uh, he, out here where I live uh, in Independence. CC, I think, or something like that. Uh, oh, okay. He, he, yeah, he got a whole bunch of uh, crystal ball picks to Nebraska, and you know he's an inside linebacker. Then that's what we need, and I, yeah. I hope he does pick us. I want to say there was another four-star athlete that's going to yes. be a wide receiver. Uh, Fleming, Marcus Fleming, I believe. Yeah, out of Florida. We need. Yeah, we really need that kid too. Um, he was the one that was committed to Miami, and it was a day or two after his visit, he decommitted from Miami. So things are yep. looking good there. Uh, what they say is he's going to be like the Wandell type. Maybe, you know, obviously not as um, hyped as Wandell, but Wandell sure. needs a backup because obviously, right. you know, when he's injured, we need somebody to come in and take a spot. Yeah. So that that would be a, a very good pickup right there. Yeah. Um. I think we we're mostly looking at uh, JUCOs for our linebackers, right? Um. To Immediate try and help, fill. Yes. To try and fill the rest of this 2019 class, or 2020, whatever. Yeah, because uh, we had uh quite a bit. We had uh what three or four commits last year, so we're looking for immediate help right now. Mm-hmm. And obviously we need that. So hopefully we can land somebody. I, I really, what I really want is to land somebody who can p- 
pressure the quarterback because that's another concern of mine. Like I said, we had one tackle for loss. We we barely well, got any said, any pressure at all this past weekend. You mean from a JUCO? Because I think Griffiths is the pass rushing D end. Yeah, um, but, you, but you don't expect him to come in right away and do that. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I can't remember how many more we have to sign this year. I want to say like eight. No, what are we at? Uh, how many commits do we I have? Thirteen. I can look at. Well, okay, so we got ten more because I think they're taking twenty-three this year. No, they're talking about up to upwards of 26. twenty-eight. Yeah, 20, oh, okay. 26. Well, they said 23 and then possibly uh, transfers. So right. if you get, say, 23, 24 commits to sign and then you go to the transfer portal and get even two or three, um, that, that'd, be a good, that'd be a good year, I think. Yeah. Um, how many do you think we're going to nab on the early signing day? Or in between then or anything like that? What are you hearing? Well, right now it's not looking so good. Uh, we, like I said, we only have, what, 13? Um, I think all 13 or 14, I can't remember how many we have. All 13 or 14 are going to sign in December. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be curious to see how many we get prior to that. I, you know, I would hope for at least... 16, 17 around that time, uh, there are some, kind of like uh, last year with uh, well, pulling all the gates, we have some that are going to sign, but not going to announce until the All-American game. Yeah. So hopefully I think we I only, I think I only heard of those. one, I think I only heard of one kid doing that, but I could be wrong. It, it might be only one, uh, but you, you know, you never know. Um, let me look. I'm looking to see here how many we got signed. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Yep, you're right. <clears throat> so, yeah, I forget about that Blaze Gunnerson coming in. That kid's going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then, Problem is, uh, I, th- I think he got injured this year. So he, uh, we'll see, we'll see what that. Yeah, we'll see if he can. I don't even know if they said he'll be able to participate in spring practice. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder why Marvin Scott doesn't have any star rankings. What do you mean? I don't know. I'm looking here at uh, Hell Varsity. He's the only one that doesn't have stars and then like a overall ranking. No, Marvin Scott. No, yeah. he's like a he's a, like a high three star. On all services. Okay. Well, I don't know. For whatever reason, that's where Hell Varsity Hell doesn't have him registered. Huh. I don't know. I don't know why. Who knows? Um, oh, they. But see, like on this, they only got Turner Corcoran as a ninety-four. But shit, that twenty-four-seven uh, has like him has him as, a, has him as 98. like a ninety-eight. Yeah. Yeah. He he's borderline five-star. He's that good. Yeah, he's real good. So. Yeah, give it, I don't give know. It a, I would like give it, give it a couple of years, ahead. and we're going to have a stellar offensive line. Even though, like I said, this past weekend they played phenomenal. If we can play, if we could have played like that from the start of the season, 
who knows what our record would be. Well, hopefully moving Farniak inside to guard will help a little bit too. Or the bench, whichever. I'm I'd cool either way. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. All right should, um, we, should we move into Maryland? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. Let Let's. Okay. Statistically, this is the best matchup possible for us the entire year. But yet we're only favored by four. Even, uh, granted, it is at Maryland. If it were at Nebraska, it'd probably be ten plus. Um, their defense is atrocious. Granted, it's it's still not much worse than ours. Uh, so they give up two hundred sixty-nine yards a game passing. Uh, do you think we'll? I, but okay, sorry. But they also give up 175 yards rushing. Do you think we're going to – what What do you think the game plan is going to be? Is it going to be, you know, throwing the ball or pat, or running the ball or both? Um, I mean, ideally, I'd like to see him do both. Um, I don't know, man. A, I, they rank 114th in the nation in pass defense. I mean, that's atrocious. I mean, I think we're going to try and pass the ball on them because, you know, you know that all they want to do is get that big play. So I think the smarter thing to do would be um, maybe on that first drive you could come out and try and, you know, get fancy and go deep on them. But after that, the second and third quarter, I want to see us pound it with Diedrich and wear them down. That's what I want to see. I want to see us. <clears throat> I want to see us wear them down and get them tired, and then in the fourth quarter, opens up the big play down the field. Oh, I love that. Um, Will they do it? I don't know. Yeah, well, that that's the question. So they have a couple different quarterbacks. Josh Jackson. They have him as a starter. He's okay. So he's throwing for less than fifty percent. Uh, 1,100 yards, 11 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. But he also has negative 70 rush yards. Where their backup... I like it. Yeah. Their backup, Tyrell Pigram, I think that's how you say it, is throwing for 60% and has 150 rushing yards. So why would they start Josh Jackson over this guy? I mean, Josh Jackson's been injured... A good portion of the year, so this uh, Tyrell Pigram has come in quite often. I, yeah. I hope they. I hope they keep Josh Jackson in. Let's 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 uh, stick with that guy. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Um, I've just. I think I've just been disappointed way too much. In us not living up to what we're supposed to do game to game to game to game. And then when we do finally have a good one, then we all get bought back in, and then they just come out and shit the bed again. So I'm trying to reserve myself here because, like like Illinois, we played great on offense, and then we come into 
Northwestern and put up what seventeen points? Uh, thirteen. Even worse. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't good, but we won. That was the last time you. we won a game, I think, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so. Okay, so the thing that worries me the most is uh, Maryland's running backs. Uh, Javon Leak and Anthony McFarlane Jr. Uh, McFarlane's been injured for the past few weeks, and I I believe he is 100% healthy. They did have a bye week last week. Uh, But they have combined for over 1,000 yards averaging like six yards a carry and have a combined 14 touchdowns. But then again, a majority of that came early in the season when they were playing, you know, nobodies. Uh, The last three games, they played Minnesota. They lost 52 to 10. Michigan, they lost 38 to 7. And then Ohio State, they lost 73 to 14. Yeah. So they they kind of hit murder's row there with their schedule. Yeah. And it's it's not looking much better for them. Uh So it you know it makes me feel better about this game, but yet then again in the Scott Frost era we are what 1 and 9 on the road or 1 and 8, one or the other. I can't even remember. Yeah, and, and Go ahead. And we're going, we're going to Maryland um, for the first time. I don't. It's pretty far trip, and it's their last home game. So oh, this I'm is senior that. day for them. Yep. Oh boy. I don't, I don't think that <laughs> should matter, though. I don't think that should matter. They're they are, like I said, pretty well atrocious. Even their offense. I mean, yeah, their offense put up a lot of numbers at the beginning of the season, but yet their total offense is 102nd in the nation. So, doesn't scare me too much. Okay. Um, well, their, their defense is 107th. Doesn't scare me. Although, this Keandre Jones, who has seven... Seven sacks kind of scares me a little bit, but he's a linebacker. Also, their second leading tackler is a defensive back. That's not good. No, it means people are getting to the third level on him. Exactly. Well, what do you, how do you think? What is your score prediction? What do you think? Well. You know, I think I think uh, the offense is going to build off last week's performance. And to be honest with you, I kind of hope Wandell sits out this game. Um, just because I think it's a totally different offense with without him. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you said, it's it's a favoritism thing. So if he's playing, I'm I'm going to be a little scared. Uh, right now. I'm not sure if he's playing or not. So my prediction is, I, th- I think we're going to have a good game. Yet I still think we're going to give up points. So I'm going to put it at Nebraska 45, Maryland 27. Whoa. 
Okay. Well, I think <clears throat> I think Nebraska's going to get too cocky again and go completely away of doing the smart thing of trying to pound the rock for three quarters to get them tired. And I think they're going to try and get too fancy on them, <clears throat> and it's going to cost them. I got 31 to 27, Maryland. Well, we have the same <coughs> score on Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> no, 27 for the Huskers. Oh, you're saying Maryland's going to win. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. That's where I'm at. Okay. They've broken well, my heart too much. Well, I can't even wait for next week's episode. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, what are you going to do if Nebraska comes out and just dominates? Are you Celebrate? Still gonna pick Iowa. You still going to pick Iowa? Of course. Oh, yeah, because then they're really going to get way too cocky and underestimate Iowa. There's nothing for this team to get cocky about. Yeah, but somehow they do it. If they Somehow do, they do it. They're, <coughs> if they do, they're retards. Um, well... I think I think we've shown that they are, so Well, that's true. All right. Uh college picks. Let's see. Last week we both went three and five. So okay. for the year I am forty two and thirty five. Somewhat respectable. Mm-hmm. You are thirty four and forty three. Not very respectable. Okay, that was a jab. Maybe, but you jabbed me all all year on NFL. I don't think that's accurate at all. Do you? Maybe maybe a slight humble brag here and there, but <laughs> all right, all right. First game. I, I okay. So I sent them to you this week. So I hope you're more prepared. I felt it was. Nope. Uh, no, you, did you even nope. make the picks? Nope, going in blind. Okay, so might as well just stick with blind picks. Yeah, um, quick little side note, though, for you, since you're throwing out jabs. One thing I did want to point out, though, in my college pick'em that I did with the uh, with the uh, Go Big Redcast, uh-huh. they, they, they did one. Um, my total on the year, and we're picking a lot more games, I'm 165 and 62 on that one, so what 73%. The hell, dude? I don't know, man. I don't know. I so just think you, you're bad you luck. Pick those? Do you pick the same as you do on ours? Um, kind of depends on how I'm feeling at the moment. Okay. Okay. All right. First one: Penn State plus 17 and a half at Ohio State. Um. Give me Penn State to cover. All right. I took uh, Ohio State, so this this goes as usual here. All right, next one. Michigan minus 10 at Indiana. Uh, I got Michigan. I think Indiana covers. All right. Should I just mark you down for whatever I don't pick? No, that's not true. Okay. <laughs> Texas plus five and a half at Baylor. 
Oh, Baylor. Okay. I got the same there, so eh, pretty close. Let's see. Next is Tennessee plus four at Missouri. I'm going with Tennessee. Uh, they look like a dumpster fire to start the year, and they have actually turned around and uh, look better than Nebraska does right now. So I'm going with Tennessee. I like Mizzou in that game. Okay. Next one, Illinois plus 16 at Iowa. Illinois to cover. I like where your head's at. I picked the same thing. Next uh, is Pittsburgh plus four at Virginia Tech. Uh, Much like Tennessee, they started out awful, and Virginia Tech has really turned it around. So I'm going to go with Virginia Tech here. Yeah, I like Virginia Tech in that one also. All right. Last one is Oregon minus 14.5 at Arizona State. Oregon. I, too, took Oregon. Yeah, they're they're trying to get into that playoff, so they're going yeah, to be, be mean, playing hard. Yeah, they were talking today <coughs> that it, if it came down to a one-loss Oregon and a one-loss Oklahoma, who do you put in? Uh, at mm. this point, you would think Oregon, right? Uh, man, I don't know. That's tough. I think yeah, I would put Oka- in Oklahoma. Yeah, but Oklahoma had the the one bad loss. Yeah, but I I like Oklahoma better than Oregon. I think they're a better team. I don't like Oklahoma's defense. I think it's it's worse than ours. Well, okay. All right. So All right. Let's move moving on, on to NFL. Yep, moving All on. Right. Go ahead and get your crap out of your system. We all, well, I know how well you did last week, so okay. go ahead and, go ahead so, and take a minute of bragging rights. Okay, so for the first time ever on the Big Red More podcast, somebody went 5-0 and on their money picks, and it wasn't uh, T. It was uh, yeah. me. If I, if I had a audience clapping button i'd push it for you (laughs) and not even that you know my money picks five and oh last week first time ever i i I told you the day before did i not i said i'm going five and oh well yeah but no one nope you didn't believe me and sure shit it happened and not even that for the entire week, I missed two games out of – I didn't count it up, but I only missed two games for the whole week. So, last week would have been my time to go to, uh, you know, Iowa and make some bets. Yeah. Okay, so where are we at for the year now? Wait. wait okay. Did you, how so, did you do last? I think you went, what, three, three and two? Yeah, I did. I missed five total on bet on all of them. So, for the year, that puts me at 29 of 48 for 60%. Puts you at 21 of 44 at 48%, which is still not good. 
Yeah, but I was at 41% last week. Okay. Okay. Well. So let's do another 5-0 and this week, and uh, oh, we'll get Carolina. above 50%. We'll get above 50%. Carolina, Atlanta, you want to talk about it? Oh, that's right. The golf bet. I yep. forgot all about that. Thank you. Jaden uh, Wood. I will be back on, like I said, uh, the what? What did I say? Fourteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth of mm-hmm. uh, December. So w- at that time, obviously, we're going to Bearded Buffalo, <laughs> right? So anybody that wants to join us, uh, come on out. Yeah, right, we'll be there. We'll be there. Come on down. Come on down and watch T pay for my beer or for my golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have worked in the beer as well. Well, you didn't, so so there's that. that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thursday night game, Indy plus three and a half at Houston. You can go first. I'm taking the Texans. Yeah, I like Houston to bounce back after getting humiliated against uh, Baltimore there. So, um, division game two. So I really I like Houston in that one. Uh, Miami plus ten and a half at Cleveland. I'll take Cleveland. Oh yeah, you know me. I got the Browns for some reason. You're a Baker Homer. It's not. No, no. That's not. That's not true. Uh, Denver plus four at Buffalo. Denver, I got the Bills. Yeah, I took Buffalo there as well. Um, let's see, Pittsburgh minus six and a half at Cincinnati. I'll take Pittsburgh. Stop copying my picks. I got the same thing. Okay. Um, let's see, Giants plus six at Chicago. Yeah, I'm taking the Giants. The Bears, I I don't know. The Bears, I are, take the Gi- They're hard to read. I take the Giants too, man. Uh, I think Barkley's gonna run wild on the Bears. So, and they're probably benching Trubisky. Well, it's phantom injury, but yeah. So, well, uh, I think they're Oakland, better off my, with uh uh. What can I think of his Chase name? Chase Daniel. Yes. Uh, Oakland minus, yeah, Oakland minus two and a half at the Jets. Is it my turn? Um, no, I think it's mine. I'm taking Oakland. Yeah, so am I. I'm taking Oakland here. Okay, uh, here's a fun one. Carolina plus nine and a half at New Orleans. I got New Orleans. Okay. Um, well, I didn't learn my lessons from Carolina. I'm taking Carolina. Um, I think wow. I think they've kind of dropped the ball their last two games. I think they I think they tighten up a little bit here and uh at least keep the game close. Tampa Bay plus four and a half at Atlanta. Falcons. Um Yeah, I took Atlanta. I it really pained me to take them there, but 
that defense is stepping up, and Jameis loves to turn the ball over. So I think I think they can pull it out. Uh, Detroit minus three and a half at Washington. Um, I'll take Detroit. Me too. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Do we have – well, no. You took the Panthers, didn't you? Yeah. It's the only okay, one we so have that, different. That's our one difference right now. Yeah. Uh, Seattle plus one and a half at Philly. Seahawks. That's an easy one. Yeah, it's too easy. It feels like a trap game. Um, I'm taking Seattle also, but there's something weird about that. <clears throat> I know, right? Uh, yeah, Jacksonville plus three at Tennessee. I'm taking uh, Tennessee. Oh, okay. So here's our first difference. I got the Jacksonville Second. Jaguars. Second difference. Um, I like Tennessee. Uh, Derrick Henry's another. Jacksonville's run defense is crap. Uh, I like if Marlon Mack can run wild on him. I like Derrick Henry to do the same. Um, control the clock, things like that. Uh, Dallas plus six and a half at New England. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys to cover. Really? Okay. Uh, I'm taking New England. Um, not that I think New England's a better team. I think Dallas is more talented. I think the reason why this line is so big is it comes down to coaching. <clears throat> and when we're comparing Belichick to Jason Garrett, give me Belichick every time. Uh, Sunday night primetime game. You want to save this Bay. for last? Hold on. You want to save this for last? I know I know. we got a Monday night game, but you want to save this for last? I mean, we can if you want. Let's do it. Save it for last. Let's okay. go to Monday night. Okay. Monday night, Baltimore minus three at the Rams. Is it my go? I think so. Okay. Yeah. This is easy. Ravens. Ravens. <laughs> yeah. I like the Ravens in this one, too. Uh Rams just aren't very good this year. No, they're not. So, okay, the biggest game of the week and possibly the year. <laughs> Sunday night. So this was supposed to be this was supposed to be the Monday night game, wasn't it? No, I think it was a three twenty-five, and they moved it back to a seven twenty-five. Really? I could have swore that was originally a Monday night game. No, they moved it to prime time from a 325. So I don't know who was in that slot. I think it was Dallas and New England. Okay, so they said, screw you guys. We're going with the Niners and Packers. And I I, I like it. So should I just I like put it. you down? Should I just put you down for the Niners? No, I'm taking Green Bay. Oh. Okay, so since this is the Niners-Packers week. Are you are taking we, Green Bay? I am taking Green Bay. It's, okay. It was plus three. You had plus three, right, Green Bay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, we were doing another bet. You know, I already won golf. Mm-hmm. So what? I guess we never really actually decided on what we were doing. We didn't. No. Uh, and the reason for that is uh, hold on. Actually, let's do it this way. 
let's have our fans decide the winner loser you, you know what i mean uh yeah yeah so you know we had discussed many options what was mm-hmm. it the uh decal on the car on the yeah so if if green bay were to lose uh, I would have to put a 49ers decal on my truck, and so you mm-hmm. know, vice versa. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, we buy tickets to the next 49ers Green Bay game, uh, preferably yep. in Green, Green Bay, so we can drive. Um, or some other one. I, I can't even remember. What were the other ones? Um, I can look on my phone really fast. Um, let me see here. Or if anybody who's listening comes up with anything, you know, throw it out there. Throw it out there on our Facebook, Twitter page, whatever. Yeah. Um, let me see here. And we're just going by whoever wins the game, correct? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's that's what I was assuming. And I want to make I'm sure getting really nervous. The Niners are really bad against mobile quarterbacks. So yeah, like make, yeah, like Aaron Rodgers is Lamar Jackson, and it's not true. Um, he's not Lamar, but he's definitely mobile enough. Okay, he changing is mobile, our profile, yes. changing our profile picks. Uh, loser has to buy a hat or shirt for the other team and wear it every Sunday. <sighs> I'm not wearing that every Sunday for the rest oh, of the you, year. You would look, you would look right. good in green. Enough. Green and gold. Enough. I have I have my Niners shirt that I wear every week. Okay. Uh, could you imagine watching? What? Could you, could you imagine watching a Niners game with a Green Bay shirt on? You'd have to send Absol- me a pick. You'd have to send me a pick every weekend. Absolutely not. I'd burn it as soon as I got it. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, loser buys dinner and has to travel to the other guy's place to do so. Uh, tickets to the next game. Um, let me see here. There's Chris had some suggestions. Let me look. Yeah, he's the one that said. He's the one that said the decal on the trucks. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is a good one. Yeah. Uh, And like I said, I found that big ass decal that would cover your hood with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Not not a fan of that. And that was for a Chevy, so that won't work. It doesn't matter. Like I said, we'll make it work. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm cool with letting the fans decide because I know yeah. no one's gonna no one's gonna say anything, so there you go. Well maybe we can get Adam involved again. Maybe Adam, possibly Adam or Chris. That'd be about S- the only somebody. Two, probably somebody. Please, please <laughs> post on our page for this. Yeah, it'll be interesting. To see what people come up with. Um, and, if anything, okay. So if, if nobody does, then we're gonna go with. Uh, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, that's tough. I mean, it, well, I'd love to. Do we the- have to. Dis- we have to decide if nobody else decides. So we have to decide right here. 
Um, let's just go with the decal on the truck and loser. Well, no, sorry. Winner sends that decal to the other person's house and they have to put it on their truck for what? A year? Oh my God. I'm not driving around. Oh yes, you with are. Half of my truck covered in the green Bay Packers. Okay. I'm not going to do the one on the hood. I'll do one on the back window, you know, just a normal, you know, decal that's maybe like a four by four inch or whatever the hell it is. I'll get, get one that's not a sticker. It's just a magnet. And then I'll just only put it on when you're in town. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. We're doing sticker. <laughs> and you're going to, at that point, you're going to have to freaking send me a pic every morning to make sure it's still there. Every, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, that seems a little extreme. Um, let me see. I don't know. Let me, I got to think about it. All right. And then we could just post it. Well, we can let, post let's, it on let's our page. Continue on with this podcast, and then we'll. You know. Oh, I really don't have any. I really don't have anything else. We made our picks, so. Well, what about fantasy? Aren't you going to do your eh, fantasy minute? No, I don't get any feedback on it, so I'm just going to quit doing it. And see if anyone cares. Okay, that works. I guess so. if we don't get any fantasy. Uh... Yeah, complaints that we didn't do any right now. We will uh, stop that. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. All righty. All right, well. But again, please, somebody get on our page and either ask questions, topics, and obviously the... You know, the bet. So let's do this. All right. We'll see what happens. All righty. All right. See you guys. Go Big Red.